Damn. Hello. <laughs> Third take right here. Oh. I just had a train of interruptions. It's fucking falling apart. <laughs> my chair, my chair is falling apart. Oh so my much gosh. Right now. Okay. But she works. Yeah, it's one of those. It's the zero gravity chairs where you can like go forward and lay backwards, and it's like together by like what looks like hair ties. Yeah. They're comfortable. But okay, so I have a story to tell about these chairs. Yeah. <clears throat> oh fuck. <gasps> We're outside, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Disclaimer. If you hear Uh, me scream, it's probably a bee. Yeah. Or a spider. Mm. I don't like those. I'm actually like afraid of spiders. Yeah, I know. You've always always have been. Yeah, I hate those things. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you have a story. You have story about these fucking chairs. Um. Yeah. So we're at my house, and it's like at that the deck on the side, and it's Mm. like a fucking like six foot drop Mm. to the like actual ground. So. This girl, she was sitting there, and she was in one of these at the end of the day. God damn it. <laughs> and she's like this. <laughs> and she sits back, and then she, like, <laughs> like leans forward. And the back end of it, like, goes off. So it's cl- <laughs> it starts to close with her in it. She's like, help, oh my help, God. help. Yeah, she's like, help, help, help. And just falls completely backwards and gets closed inside of the chair. <laughs> Dude, I'm dying of laughter. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> Dude, she was crying. Oh it was so dramatic, but it was hilarious. I'd like imagine. one of the funniest times. What a beautiful sight to see. Oh my god, yeah. And we were young too. We were like kids. So it was so funny. Oh how my old god. how old are we? Um I was probably like twelve. Mm. Maybe eleven. Damn. Damn, that's nice. That was yeah, the same day too. So we, you know, like uh, when you're outside and you're looking inside through a screen door and you can't yeah. really see like inside very well because all yeah. the lights on the out, but they can see you super well. Yeah. So I'm talking to my mom because I can like see my mom a little bit. I'm like, what's up with dad today? Like acting like a jerk. Like I probably didn't say asshole because I was young, but I was like, he's acting like a jerk. I was like out here talking nonsense for no reason. And she like looks over this way. My dad <laughs> comes around and he's like, what'd you say? I'm like, fuck. I'm like, God damn it. Why you gotta be there? I'm like, I swear, I was so mad. What a horror story. I know, I'm like, oh man. And then I got in trouble. No Xbox. I feel like that's happened so many times before too. Me just saying anything, even to my siblings or something about my dad when he got snappy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then he walks around and you know he heard you. Yeah, and you're like, damn. I can't remember any of them. I'm like almost certain they happened, but I can't remember remember any of them. Probably just because my brain blocked it out after the punishment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It just makes me do like 60 push-ups. Hold the push-up position for like 10 minutes. Oh. And no phone, no nothing for the rest of the day. Wasn't he like a sergeant? Or yeah, whatever? he was a drill sergeant in the army. Yeah, fuck. yeah. So we got we got the best of the best punishments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, we got beat. Yeah. We, <laughs> no, we, not we were, even. You just had like hard ass workouts to do. Yeah. After. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm glad. It's like with everything. Like when, not everything obviously but like with like a lot of shit when you're young and your parents get snappy at you or whatever for and like you get older and you're like all right kind of glad they did that yeah all right you know i handled it back then you know now now because i was made to do push-ups and shit when i got punished now you just do push-ups and shit. now i'm jacked yeah, <laughs> yeah you just make sure you're always fit yeah yeah, yeah so dude. yeah punishments weren't fun but 
definitely learned something from I remember coming down at your place when we were kids, and I just see, like, Owen ripping out push-ups. I'm like, damn. (laughs) In the middle of the kitchen. Yeah, like, bro. Like, pause mid-dinner when he finds out you didn't feed the chickens. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, shit. Like, halfway through your spaghetti. Um, Owen, I just went back there. Go check on the chickens. (laughs) What I find? An empty feeder. <laughs> Drop down, give me six. It's like he ate all of them. <laughs> they were hungry. I fed them three hours ago. <laughs> of course not it's gone. My, not my fault they were hungry. Yeah. Oh, Dude, I miss having chickens. I've been thinking about bringing them, in, bring them, into, the, bringing them into the backyard. Yeah, you could just get a little coop. Yeah. I miss having eggs. Mm-hmm. Just homegrown. I have been hearing, though, that people's chickens weren't laying, like, a lot of eggs, like, all around. Mm-hmm. And then they switched to goat feed, and they started producing, like, fast as hell. Yeah, it could just be lack of nutrients. We had to give them, we got oyster shells that we mixed into the feed that they ate, which gave them more calcium for just better egg health, oh, I guess. Oh, that's pretty cool. So they produced more eggs because the of that, you apparently. you get oyster shells? I don't know, probably the feed store. Ugh, that's so weird. Yeah, I know, it is. It's so weird. Fuck? Feed them oyster shells. Yeah, like, because they wouldn't even... Like, in nature, they would never find that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just that's, You get into factory farming or whatever, yeah. you're trying to increase your yields, you just do random yeah. shit like that. It's so strange. Like, like what do we do now? Like, I doubt we did this ever before, but now we take bird shit. That's, like, one of our main sources of fertilizer. It's uh, some sort of phosphate or something. I can't remember the name of it, but we take bird shit. It's the best source of it. And then we, like, synthesize that to get out the specific, just like uh, nitrogen and other forms of fertilizer. Take a bunch of bird shit. Source out the fertilizer and then sprinkle that, sell that mass producing it to other countries. That's crazy. That's fertilizer, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Where are they getting all this bird shit from? No idea. All I know is China gets a lot of it. <laughs> China Wait, has a so, lot of bird dude, shit. Dude, they just have like a, you've seen the Truman Show? Yeah. They have just like the Truman Show bowl with just filled with fucking birds. <laughs> <laughs> and they just collect all their so shit what, on what, trays. What the fuck is this? Oh, this is how you get your food. <laughs> yeah. You're just watching shit rain down. What are you talking about? Just constantly. Nonstop shit. All right. I guess this is how I get my bread. However the yeah. fuck that happens. <laughs> uh, That's so fucked. That's yeah, so weird. Yeah, it's so weird learning about like... like And then all the shit we failed at, like that we didn't think through. Like dumping tires in the ocean, they're like... Because coral will attach to it. <laughs> there's now there's just like... Oceans just filled with tires. We deliberately just put tires mounds. in the ocean? Yeah, they thought it would just like grow coral and shit like that. Really? Yeah. Turns out it doesn't. It just <laughs> pollutes it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get those like nature documentaries or whatever where you see a, a shark swim up to the camera and he's got a tire hanging out of his <laughs> yeah. mouth? It's been in there for 10 years. <laughs> the, the injury. Here you see a hammerhead with an injury from a tire. Or like a turtle with Another one of like, the, like a six pack, a six pack like plastic r- neck ring thing for like Bud Light or something that ends up around a turtle's neck <laughs> and it's like built into his shell or whatever or his neck. Oh my like, God. Dude, That's not a good fuck. commercial for Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, Did you know actually Sprite switched to clear bottles? Um, they're plastic ones. So in landfills, you can't tell that it's a Sprite bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that just make you feel so much better? <laughs> well, I couldn't. It's like, a, what do they call that? Plausible deniability. Yeah, literally. Yeah. It's so, like, increase of plastic <laughs> yields. <laughs> it's not us. Yeah. <laughs> not us. Can't prove it. No label. Sir, <laughs> people have only been drinking Sprite for the past three years. It's Bud not Lake's, my fault. Bud Light's gay now? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just redirect it. Have you seen, did you see the commercial for um, Miller Lite? I did. The, all the, the women one? Yeah. It was so weird. I didn't think that one was, apparently that one came out, um, or at least was filmed. Yeah, it, it came out It was out filmed too. before. It was like months ago. 
So it wasn't after Bud Light, so it's not like they they saw the Bud Light backlash and they were well, like... Well, it's all one company. That's the thing. Budweiser, Miller Light, Bud Light, it's all one company. Really? Miller Light's owned by the same I think, people? I think Miller Bush. Light owns all Bush, Miller Light, yeah, okay. Bud Light. I think they own all of that. Yeah. But Bush Lights was weird, dude. What was Bush Lights? The commercial. Oh, the Miller Lite one? Oh, it was Miller Lite? Yeah. Or was it Bush? It was Miller. Okay. Yeah, that one was weird. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know. I mean, like... Yeah, I could see what you're coming that, from The a fact that bit. it came out like two, like, like two, three months ago or whatever, at least it shows like they didn't put this ad out after seeing how bad the backlash was to, to, to Bud Light's commercial, expecting people to just not backlash to that still. Mm -hmm. So it... If people are mad about it being sort of ignoring public opinion, then that's unnecessary. You don't need that because yeah. the fact is they weren't. This and they didn't do ago. like the whole he, she, he, they, he, her, like all yeah. that shit like the Bud Light can did. Their commercial was just like, they sex we, they used us for sexualization for years mm -hmm. when in reality we were actually responsible for like all the sales and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Which yeah, I can see where you're coming from. But, but even but then. You were also like... I mean, it's the same kind of concept of hiring models for companies, you know, in bikinis to show off the new, like, swimsuit collection mm -hmm. that's all made by a guy owned by a male. It's so just, it's like, it's just pertaining difference? to, it's just pertaining to the audience that you're trying to target with your product. Yeah. Miller Lite makes, uh, you know, hard, like, like redneck sort like of beers. you like girls? Yeah. Do you yeah. like NASCAR? Who the fuck's drinking well, Miller Lite, dude? <laughs> we got your beer. Yeah, those guys. Dude's watching NASCAR every fucking Friday night or whenever it goes on. You know, so it's just, it's just, that's just, that was the best marketing that made them so much money. Yeah. And like, it didn't harm anybody either. Just dudes. Know, it's not like they were like, those actresses, or like those models weren't paid. Yeah, they made fuckloads of money from <laughs> yeah. them. They're, they're happy. They could have given them stocks too, which would have been like crazy. Yeah, stinks. Yeah. Yeah. That would have so, been something. Whatever. But on the plus side too, it's kind of cool that they're at least taking like the, the shit and turning it into fertilizer. I mean... That's neat, at least. Yeah, but where are you getting it? Like, they have to have these birds in a net. Hmm? You're talking about shit and turning it to fertilizer? No, I was talking about the in the Miller Lite commercial. They took, they're taking back old billboards and shit, and they're... Oh, okay, they're I thought you went to the birds. People. Yeah, they're buying the billboards and shit of, like, the chicks in the bikinis, and then they're grinding it up into fertilizer. But still, what's... To grow hops and shit. Yeah. But, like, just use... It's recycled, just a random little thing. Just use recycled paper. Yeah. I mean, it's just a new new marketing technique they were trying to do. We should go buy those posters and hold on to them for like 10 years because yeah, it'll be worth so much money. They would be worth Shit, incredible so amounts of money. On here. <laughs> no, but back to the bird thing because my mind is obviously stuck on that. Yes. <laughs> do we, we have to have them in nets or something. Like, you're not just flying around and being like, oop, here's some. I'm not sure Scrape how they it do up. it. I'm not sure. Um, I mean... You could probably, like, locate, like, you know where plenty of birds gather or whatever in the country <laughs> and just, like, go under. I mean, like, dude, like, satellite. With what? You could throw down a huge tarp? Well, no, you just dig it out of the ground and, like, just, like, a big fossilized That's bird so shit pool, weird. you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's so strange. It's, I want to see. Wild. I need a documentary on this. Yeah, well, I mean, I've read it from uh, Peter Zion's book. The I just finished that the other day. The edit, the... Uh, end of the world is just the beginning. That's yeah. what it's called. All yeah, about globalization. <laughs> Dude, that book rocked my world. Yeah. It seemed interesting from yeah. the things you told me. It basically is just like like describes like globalization. What is that is? Like what is that? And it's basically the thing that allows you to have incredibly high tech technology 
whenever the fuck you want it. And so many cars, a surplus of cars, a surplus of phones, so much shit that we have, food even, fertilizer, everything that you have, it exists because we're a globalized world. Because all the nations interplay with each other. they One nation creates goods that it's specialized for, like the Middle East, that whole area. You know, they're a big oil exporter, well, yeah, that's obviously, because they have a fuckload of oil. And so they export the oil to other countries that don't have it. And so what happens if you end globalization, if the Middle East can't ship oil to China, for instance, which is a huge uh, energy importer. They import a lot of oil and natural gas and shit. What happens if you take that out of the picture? Oh, well, then China, it can't support all of its industrial tech. It no longer has the energy to keep its cities functioning, to keep its water uh, processing facilities functioning, to get you clean water. It doesn't have the energy of the oil to give the farmers to produce the own, their own uh, uh, products and shit like that. And you can't fund, you can't allow your, your industrial system to function anymore. And so you don't get shit anymore. And so like from the book, what Peter Zion was saying, and again, this is all like his, his theory, you know, he's built it off of years of experience and everything. Um, being a, being in the field of geo geopolitics, uh, um, he estimates that uh, for mass famine at the end of at the end of globalization, because China imports a lot of energy, they import a lot of food. If you take that out of the picture, they can't produce it on their on their own. That like twenty million people will die of famine. Yeah, just crazy. Now think about it like this: you know how China's buying a lot of property in Africa? Mm-hmm. Got a conspiracy just came up with. What if, since they're buying a lot of property in Africa, they're implementing schools to teach children Chinese and, like, Mandarin and shit like that, and, like, teaching them, like, more education, bringing in education, and then transferring them to China for, like, to be another generation? Because China is, they know they have a huge issue with their population mm-hmm. yeah because of the fact that it's like huge elderly and then like not a lot of young yeah, people their demographics are incredibly unhealthy yeah and the thing is, is a lot of the young people since like the whole it's just like in korea and japan it's like be the best you know so a lot of those people don't want to settle for jobs like literally taking the like garbage man things like that mm-hmm. and so they have to prioritize and make those positions like more you get more out of them and things like that but I feel like, like, what if they, what if they took those kids and brought them over there? <laughs> that'd be crazy. I mean, China that'd sneaky. be. It's it would actually be very smart though. Yeah, if you want to keep your your country alive, then you'd have to do that. Because I mean, what is an industrial nation? An industrial nation is a is a nation that has a ton of different um, um, industrial facilities. So, like I was saying, like water processing food farming manufacturing of steel alloys other alloys of different metals that are essential for going into like turbines for boats and engines for planes and everything like that you know it has all these manufacturing facilities to allow for high-tech products to be made and exported to other countries to make money because you sell them to other countries you make money you're able to put that money into your system again to grow it even more so uh you need random positions like garbage man and shit like that you need that Otherwise, the whole system collapses. I forget why I brought that up. What was the last thing you said? I was talking about um, China taking kids from Africa. Yeah. So, like, you need <laughs> you need people to man these positions is what I'm trying to say yeah, in order to what, keep yeah. the system going. And so China's demographics are what Peter Zion says, which, again, like, you could look into his, uh, like, um, um, sightings and everything, but this is from, like, the decades of experience he's had in this field that um, and just from population surveys and everything coming in. Um, on the population, the demographic 
uh, statistics of China, their age groups and how much, what jobs they have. And so the, the oldest, like you were saying, the oldest group of China, it's huge and it's really important. Um, they do a lot of the uh, really technical labor that you need to go to college for, learn for, learn all the specifics, the ins and outs of engineering in order to work an engineering job, in order to man a nuclear facility plant or to produce energy. You know, you need a high education to man those things. And so that's all, for the most part, up in their older generation. But that generation is huge, comprises uh, most of the workforce, and so they're about to retire. Or they're getting to the age where they literally can't work anymore because their brains are starting to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. So either they stop working because they're incapable of doing it, or they retire, and then that takes this huge group of people that was keeping the country afloat by providing labor to keep the systems of the country functioning. You take them out of the picture, they're gone. They also need retirement money, so the government has to pay them money because they just retired, yeah. and now you have a younger gen a younger demographic, younger population that's way smaller, that can't fill in those missing job roles now, and also is dealing with a lot of the country's money going to a retired population. And so that's pretty much the situation that China's in. But the good thing is, is that we, us in, you said Mexico, is like, we're like ahead for And that. Canada. Yeah. yeah oh, and Canada? Called, that's cool. Uh, NAFTA or something like that. It was basically um, source, some sort of like... Uh, economic trading policy that uh america china and mexico initiated with each other to make um like you can if you have your passport you can just drive to the border of canada and pass right on through you know we're really tight like that we trust each other a lot and um it's the same situation with mexico we're really tight like that it's super easy we basically made this whole nafta system i forget what it stands for but it's to allow uh trading and um transferring of jobs and things like that to happen pretty easily between the countries and so this system will if deglobalization happens this system will make it super easy for canada the united states and mexico to work with each other to start rebuilding infrastructure in their respective nations and work together to keep industrialization a thing um because we already have built the infrastructure to allow that to happen. We have the roads to transport goods via trucks. We have railways going in and out of each other's countries in order to transport goods via rail. You know, so we'd, we'd, we'd be pretty set off, at least yeah. is what Peter says in his book. Now, let's get weird for a second. Yeah. If we found out that there was immense oil in Mexico, do you think the U.S. would go to war with Mexico? Probably wouldn't go to war. You think we're just going and steal it? No. We'd probably just buy it. Buy it. I mean, um, I don't know. I forget how much oil comes from the U.S. The U.S. gets a decent... The Luckily, um, the U.S. isn't super reliant on importing energy. Like from our shale um, mining and everything like that. Uh, it's, yeah, what is it called? Crude oil, which is shale. I forget. But whatever the shale practices of uh, fracking, that's it. Okay, yeah. So fracking gives us a fuckload of natural gas i believe i believe i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure the united states is like the number one um producer of natural gas which is essential to energy production we use a lot of natural gas in producing electricity not coal burning it's a lot of its natural gas and so um we'd be pretty well off like we wouldn't need that oil but it would be nice so i'm guessing we'd probably just start oh, trading with them or something like that instead of going to war I don't know. From past history, it seems like we just bomb them. <laughs> you know what we would do? This is what would happen. Huh. We would have, like, a massive bombing at, like, a large city. And then we and would, blame like... the Russians. No, no, no. What we would do is we would be like, this has to be the Mexican cartel. And then 
we would hire someone, we'd pay them to take responsibility, and then they would make a tweet that's like, yeah, it was us, I guess. And then we would be like, we go to war over this. This was a terrorist attack. And then we, we need to protect the Mexicans from the cartel. And then we just go in there and we just steal all the oil. Yeah, I mean, there's espionage for you, dude. It's almost like that happened before. <laughs> right. What is, isn't it like nine, um, nine, <laughs> nine something? Nine, one, one? I th- yeah, something. something. I yeah. think there's an eleven in there, but nine one one eleven. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's literally, literally, yeah. And we got the Patriot Act out of that too. Took away a lot of our freedoms just because you get a country scared, you have an enemy, you get to blame uh, this huge horrible event on this enemy. Which I mean, you know, yeah, sure. And then it's like, but, hey, I guess we gotta. Oh, you know what? There's oil there. That's wow. Whoa! What a who bonus. So we get to defeat the enemy and get oil. Ooh, wow! Shit. Sounds great. Oh shit. Yeah, what? Well, that was the longest running war. George in Bush history, doesn't right? care about black people. <laughs> Kanye <laughs> said that. <laughs> he said that when he was young as hell. Dude, he's been saying shit for a while. Yeah, I saw. Did a you bum- watch his documentary? No, I still haven't. Please. I know. I, I it's know. really good. But the funny thing is, is that like the guy who does it is like, like the man who like made the documentary is like, yeah, this is a documentary I made about Kanye, but it's also kind of about me and my story, like. <laughs> Like, he definitely, like, tries to take a little bit of the spotlight, but it was really good. It, yeah. it was really, really good. I know. Shout I've out heard. to Netflix for doing shit like that. Yeah. Like, even all the shit he said about the Jews, they kept him on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's been, uh, I saw this thumbnail. I mean, I didn't watch the video, so it, it, this could have been, um, like, fake or something like that. But I saw this thumbnail on YouTube. It was a video from 12 years ago. And it was like a really grainy, toasty quality uh, thumbnail, so it looked legit. And it was like, um, "Who said? Uh, who said what?" Quote: Kanye or Hitler? <laughs> I was like, "What?" Twelve years ago. That's crazy. Again, I didn't see the video, so it could have just right. been a joke. But like satire or something. Yeah, but I saw. I was that was funny as shit. I was like, "Damn, dude, if that's true, he's been, <laughs> he's been anti-Jew for a minute." Yeah. Yeah. Man. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But s- Jonah Hill cured it. Did you see that post? No. What? No. Kanye West just tweeted a post of the 21 Jumpster poster. Well, he didn't tweet it. He put it on Instagram. And he said, thank you to Jonah Hill, like, for basically, like, changing my outlook on Jewish people. And from the, from the movie. people, the movie? No, from, no, no, no. He said thank you for 21 Jump Street. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, thank you to Jonah Hill for changing my perception or whatever on Jew pe- like Jewish people. And it was because of like, the movie. He's like, oh, <laughs> he has to be trolling. This is crazy. Bro got enlightened from 21 Jump Street. Literally, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I remember he said, I'm pretty sure I reposted it to my story just because I was I'm like, this sure. is so fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah, I Lost, wonder- like, fucking 18 followers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking tired of Elliot shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gone. Like he just posts weird shit on his story. <laughs> He's posted Joe Rogan the past fucking 38 <laughs> days in a row. No, but it's not even like the serious clips. It's like the ones where it's like <laughs> the lady. She's like, if we just all got together and actually had a sit down conversation, we could really change things. And he's like, yeah, but if a pig with a human vagina, like people fuck sheep, right? So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I literally <laughs> thinking like I saw that clip and I was like, dude, what, what context? Yeah, in what, what conversation did he, did he say, say that <laughs> in the serious tone that he said it in? Like oh I gotta, I gotta find that. Yeah, literally, you probably <laughs> yeah, can. Pe- just people fuck sheep, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he, he's such a character, dude. He is. But I don't really watch him unless there's like a comedian on, because I just like watching the comedians. Mm-hmm. 
I only look for usually specific people. Like I was listening to uh, Jack Carr's episode recently because he's a writer. So I wanted to hear what he had to say about writing, how he got into the process, because he's pretty new <clears throat> to writing, but he's published a lot of books and he's gained a lot of uh, attention to them so far. And so I wanted to hear what he had to say about that. Yeah. 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 I want I want him to do an episode sometime soon with somebody that he like completely disagrees with. I miss those. Did you ever watch the one from uh, Adam Ruins Everything? No, I haven't. Dude, How, that, that one's old, old one. now. Yeah. yeah, but it was. Yeah, I miss those where he disagrees they, with them. Yeah, it was. Cause he really shuts people up. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're just like oh, um, like he he but not in like an aggressive way. He uses good points. Hmm. And well, actually, they, even that one time with that girl where they were talking about, like, labor, like, paying women uh, and men, like, maternity the, leave. Yes, maternity leave. Yeah, talking that about, was, yeah. uh, he got a little, like, heated, but I even then I don't think that was bad. Yeah. I don't think it was bad. Yeah. I'd have to rewatch it. It's been a while. But I was thinking, I forgot about uh, Matt Walsh's episode. I listened to that one because I knew that'd yeah. be filled with shit. Well, and they, like, the, they agreed on a lot. The last like half of the episode, they were debating uh, gay, gay marriage. Yeah. And that was really interesting to hear. And Joe Rogan was, and then he also brought up, because he was like, no, I think, because Matt Walsh believes like condoms should be illegal, plan B should be illegal, because it starts at like the conception rate, like happens immediately. Like, dude, what? Like, just, you want to give her to Plan B and like, what? That's, that's crazy. But and then they were debating gay marriage, and Joe was just like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, he, he, they agree on like the whole what is a woman thing, but when it came to that, Joe was like, dude, you're you're fucking tripping. Like, he's yeah. like, you're so out of it right now. And that was fun to listen to. It was, yeah, yeah. It I, was entertaining. I, I love watching watching people get into arguments on that podcast. It's so good. Yeah, because they it doesn't even get to the point where it's like, I hate you, I hate you. Like, yeah, it's, it's, always, it's they, always constructive arguments. Exactly. I love hearing that yeah. so much. I hate when people just yell over each other. Mm-hmm. But Jorgen does a really good, really good job. He's like, okay, I'll let you talk and I'll listen to me for a second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people nowadays that get into conversations online. How... And push their views so much, trying to get a good clip out of the other person that there's nothing being fucking said. How how do you think this next election is gonna go of November two thousand twenty four? I don't know. I don't know. It is November, right? Isn't it November? I forget. I think it is. Whatever. I don't even pay enough attention. Yeah, me neither. But I, do you think it's gonna be like the same shit, like right, like we're mad, like in oh. the streets, or do you think it's gonna be like? I mean, it just depends on who gets elected. I mean. I mean, they already tried to lock up. Trump like three times. Yeah, and it didn't work. So it didn't. No, I kept up on it. Okay. Even the funny thing is, is even people on like CNN and stuff, they were like, "Is there really any sound evidence to these?" Like they were like, "Why are we still talking about this?" And he went and testified, did all this shit, and just got it over. Yeah, with. it was clear. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It just depends on who wins. If it boils down to Trump uh, and Biden again, which. Jesus I'm Christ. not voting Biden. I'm telling you that right now. Jesus Christ, man. Let's hope to God that doesn't happen. No, nope. I hope it gets down to like, I think DeSantis is going to make it pretty far, but I, he's probably going to get beat by Trump. Yeah. Because Trump's just going to bully him. He's going to be like, and little people, DeSantis. Yeah. People love that nowadays. They just love he hearing is the nicknames. Like, he is kind of like a comedian in that term. 
Yeah, but when it comes to electing a leader, man, you yeah, just, you don't want that. No, you. I mean, like you could have that, sure, but you better just make sure that on well, the flip side of the pop- coin, he can still think and make good decisions what for was, the country. What was the one president that it was like the majority voted for him because they said they would like to have a beer with him? Oh shit, that was an older one, right? Yeah, yeah. I, it wasn't Roosevelt. It was someone else. It was like. It might. I think it was the guy in the wheelchair. Actually, yeah. Was it Carter? President Carter. I think. Maybe. It, I think it might have been Carter. I don't know. Can't say for certain. But yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that's also appetizing too. Like just a hum, human aspect to the to the to the leader of the nation. You know, yeah. you watch him get to power, and you're like, yeah, I know. I, I at least I believe that the guy's pretty chill. So hopefully, he's able to make good decisions because of that, and he won't be manipulated by power and just want to do. Whatever. At this point, dude, I just want the economy in a good position. Everything's so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, age. It, it, it's cool. It's like that belief there. It's like, like I remember being younger, and you know, you're super uh, idealistic and driven about um, like human rights and and all of these other things. But at least I think when you start to mature in the sense that you become an adult and you no longer think of yourself as a dependent and you start to think of yourself as your own person and it's just you and only you that's capable of creating the life that you want. At that point, it's like, dude, just make sure people stay free and make the economy. All right. Yeah. (laughs) So that the work we do at least gives us something, Right. you know, that's the only, like that was one plus side of Trump. That was like huge is that the economy was just, Pumping, dude. Like, unemployment was, like, so low. Everything was just so smooth. Gas was so cheap. Everything was cheap. Like, the groceries, everything was fucking cheap. I miss that, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now everything's so fucking expensive, bro. Like, a candy bar, like, a normal candy bar is, like, $2.25. Yeah. That's crazy. One of the... Gas hit $6 in California, $7 Mm -hmm. a gallon. I do wonder, like, how much of that is, and I'm not saying it isn't, but I'm wondering how much of that is the administration's fault, the rise in prices, or how much of that is a fault of, like, for instance, the Russia and Ukraine war. Okay, because, but here's the thing. Well, With Trump's administration, do you think we'd be sending all that money to Ukraine? Well, how much of that... And I'm not saying, like, I'm not trying to be, like, a Trumpy over here, but you know what I mean, like... Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, yeah, he'd probably, like he said, he'd probably want to put an end to the war, but that's, that's not the... The argument I'm making is... Ukraine has been a major has been a major exporter of and same thing with Russia of fertilizers um, and other things that are important for farming, which when it comes to food and groceries that obviously if you can get cheap fertilizer in bulk, you get cheaper food. If you get less fertilizer for the same price, you get more expensive food. And so Ukraine was a big Ukraine and Russia were big uh, exporters of fertilizer and then Ukraine. I don't think Russia is a big exporter of food. They might have been. I can't quite remember. But Ukraine was a big exporter of food. So the war happened. They are obviously busy fighting a war. And so they're not producing these goods anymore and selling them off. And so that took a huge, huge dent out of the overall imported goods of food and fertilizer from the world economy. Which if that happens, obviously prices of a lot of things are going to skyrocket. And then just the natural instability that comes from tampering with an incredibly complex system, such as the global trade network, that happens, then uh, that could lead to other issues, such as maybe increased gas prices that come from this crazy kink in the system that comes from lack of imported food and fertilizer. So I'm wondering, like, how much of that is poor policymaking from the administration or how much of it is simply just from this war preventing Ukraine and Russia from exporting food and um, 
fertilizer, and also oil, because Russia import exports, I mean, exports a lot of oil. Well, yeah, but if we weren't interfering, I think it would be a lot better. Because it would finish quickly. <laughs> well, not only that, it would be like... Russia wouldn't be as pissed. Because in the future, bro, Russia's going to be like, yeah, we saw what you did. Like, obviously, they fucking know. Oh, yeah, they've known fighting for, a, forever. Yeah, we're yeah. fighting a proxy war right now. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, dude, we saw that. Mm -hmm. Like, we just found all this oil. It's ours. <laughs> you want it? Come get it. Yeah. And that's not a war I want to go into. Mm -mm. I don't want to go into war with Russia. Fuck Our, that. I mean, we already pretty much are. Yeah, but I personally, like... I don't want I don't want the boys leaving home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. I don't want to be hearing uh what's that? Uh <laughs> you don't want to hear that uh like blasting out of every dude's speaker mm -mm. like the like two months before shipping out from the first draft uh, date, you know. Everybody getting hyped up and then you end no up in the trenches getting son, shot. No. <laughs> Get me. Hit me. Uh, I ain't no fortunate one. Dude, that's such a good song. It is. Oh my god, I love that song. It's weird, like, like I'm gonna play some of that. Fuck. Can we get copyrighted for that? Um, as, I think if we talk over it, it's okay. Like as long as we continue talking. Hold up. Hold up. Ring ding 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 ding. Hold up. Ring ding 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 ding. What's the song called again? Fortunate, fortunate, one, just fortunate son. Fortunate one or something like that. Yeah, that song. That song gets you pumped up for war. That song makes you want to go out. Yeah, it really does. Mm -hmm. But it makes you feel like you're not like the fucking senator's son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I remember like listening to that and just other shit and just hearing about all these like war stories and shit from people who went to Iraq and Afghanistan being like, dude, we need a war. We need to go to war, man. But now we're on the brink of it and you actually realize how real it is, the possibility oh, okay. of going to war. It's fortunate, son. Mm. Yeah, dude, the song is good. The song is... Mm. I just imagine yourself in an Apache helicopter flying over the Ukrainian wheat fields. About to drop down behind the Russian trenches. And you just know you're, you're fighting over oil. And, <laughs> and your parachute is an American flag. Oh. You got a flamethrower on your back. Dude, they're probably you rainbows bear, now. You got a Barrett 50 cow slung over your shoulder. Dude, nowadays with like with like just modern gamer culture and everything like that, yeah, they could play that over like an oh, army the, ad dude. and get so many people joining up. It's like, yeah, man, yeah, man, I can't wait for that <laughs> shit. I can't wait for that shit. Swear, like end up in the trenches. Dude, but I feel like there's a reason America's not trying to make us more patriotic like they used to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like America, they used to be like very like make the people patriotic, make them proud to be American. Now that doesn't really seem as relevant. And I wonder if there's a reason for that. Like, is it just our administration knowing we're very safe? Or is it them just, or is it China spies inside, and Russian spies inside the office 
being like, no, 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 no. Like, we don't need, fuck America. Yeah. Like, the, the, the kids don't need to think about that. Like, yeah. make them, you know, you for you. Fight for you, you know. Look at all the bad things your country's done. Mm. Like, America's, like, I feel like since we've been born, it's been shedding light on, like, more of the bad things. Like, there's not a lot of patriot. Like, there's not a lot of people who are, like, proud to be American now, mm-hmm. which is weird. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I like being Americans. I like mm-hmm. having my freedoms. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, there's a downside to everything, but we're so much more, like, god damn bugs. We're I mean, living. We're living. We're so in much more sec- um, secure. secure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Than like those in Africa, China, or just in any other period in human history. Yeah, literally. Oh, yeah. Human- our time. Our, yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the the period that we're in now, we have the most. We can do the most right now, mm-hmm. and we take it for granted. Exactly. I was uh, I was gonna say that because I've been thinking. I actually thought about this recently. Why Why aren't Americans uh, patriotic? Anymore? And I'm joking about Americans. the Chinese and like Russian thing, because there's <laughs> I don't think we have people in there like that. But I don't. I just really don't get the whole like, why isn't America trying to make the young people patriotic and proud to be American? Like, do they not? Are they not thinking about it in terms of like enlistment? You know what I mean? Like, how are they? I don't know. It's well, I so think a lot of it, about. it's just because it's gotten wrapped up in, into ideology. Feeling proud to be an American, that's something that would in, uh, uh, initially... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it uh, right away puts you on that side when yeah. it comes to how other, how other people view you. If you say, I'm proud to be an American, I'm glad to be you living in this country. You must be a conservative. Yeah, you must be a guy. That, you must love God. You must <laughs> yeah. love your boy Except Jesus. Except it wouldn't even be like that. I'd be like, wow, you must... Hmm. You must hate black people, huh? Yeah, like literally. <laughs> like, dude, no, it's just the country. It's pretty solid, okay? Yeah. This is pretty solid, man. We're not constantly getting barraged by war. We're not constantly having famines when it's just a little bit too dry of a summer. You know, we have tons of systems in place that give us food, water, anytime we want. You know, it's good. It's, this is really good. Yeah. But <laughs> We are very safe. Yeah. Too safe. But I think... And I that's think, what pisses me off about those kids, man. Well, I'll touch on that after finishing yeah, thought. I, th- I think one of the main things as to why, like, we're not patriotic anymore. First, I'll say why, why uh, at least... Well, the, the left and the right are really wrapped up in a war with each other, so they're not preoccupied with trying to make people feel pa- patriotic. It's more preoccupied with trying to get people as many people as they possibly can and pulling them into their side. So same thing with the right. The right super uh the gay. uh gay. <laughs> <laughs> but the right I mean they're they're just super focused on on right and right wing yeah. like be proud be 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 republican basically. Right. And then yeah. the left it's it's be proud to be left, be proud to be pro human mm-hmm. all that shit. And so they're preoccupied with getting people to align with their sides versus getting them to align with something that they we all have in common, yeah, which is being ex- an American. Mm-hmm. If everybody said, Okay, yeah, sure, there's a lot of fuck there's a decent amount of fucked up shit in this country that we can fix and we could argue over the policy choices we should make to fix that. Um, but we can all agree that we're still American and this place is decent at the very least. That takes a lot of the weight you have away from pulling people into voting for you the next election term. Well, during COVID, dude, everyone was so fucking, it was like a team. Like everyone in America was like so together. Mm -hmm. And then some bad shit happened and it turned the whole country against each other, Mm -hmm. you know, during COVID. I think another thing with it too is, um, it's, it's just simply privilege. And also, yeah, the, so a lot of people are incredibly privileged mm-hmm. and um instead of uh understanding that and appreciating that people are looking at it as like a bad thing sort of 
the fact that we have access to food, the, food, the, the fact that we have access to water, or even then they're not recognizing that we are like, you know, tweeting about how bad cobalt mining is while you're on your fucking iPhone mm-hmm. or something like that. You have to understand by using an iPhone, by using a Tesla, by using any piece of technology, all technology needs to use cobalt. That's just a fact of the matter. We need cobalt in order to make the circuits work. I don't know how, I don't know the science of it, but cobalt's essential for circuits. So if you want to use technology, then you better understand how that's impacting other people negatively, you know? Um, but people are ignoring that aspect of things and are um, incredibly privileged, incredibly um, ungrateful for the, for the things that they have. Yeah, and, 100%. And as a consequence, they don't understand how... Like, this is one thing this book, The End of the World is Just the Beginning by Peter Zion, really opened my eyes up to, which is the fragility of the system that we we have access to that gives us modern medicine. Like, when I got, like, I got fucking the uh, infection on my toe because I got a cut and it got some nasty shit in it. Yeah. And it ended up getting infected and I had to go on antibiotics. And if we didn't have antibiotics, you the infection died I had, that. it would have kept spreading up to my heart. Yeah, it's it a staph infection. Me. You would have died. Yeah. But uh, luckily, we have we had antibiotics. And so reading this book made me think, wow, the system's so fragile, <laughs> but this really fragile system gives us a lot of shit, man. Yeah, so maybe, we got to be careful to maintain it and keep yeah, it strong. And maybe we should appreciate this and, and be a lot more calmer and proud of the fact that we have all these things and just work slowly to chink away the negative aspects of the country by fixing them one at a time instead of saying, oh, everything's fucked. Everything's fucked. It's so bad. It hates people. It, the, system's, the system's uh, totalitarian with its when it's literally not. Systems totalitarian and oppressive without understanding that it's given you so fucking much. Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to tear it all away with, without understanding what you're trying to tear away. And so if you want that, if you truly understand what, if, if you truly want to tear everything away, then you have the freedom to try to do so. But the you, better understand, be about, you better understand what's going to be torn away when you tear it away. Yeah, and the things that we should actually be mad about like would be important is like retirement age like how france is like concerned about that like them raising the retirement age ours is so mm-hmm. high we should be concerned about that we should be marching about that you yeah. know things that are actually important and one thing i wanted to touch on before i forget is that's what makes me so pissed off about those kids i showed you that went on tim dylan mm-hmm. those fucking two boys they're like fucking our age and they're the, talking about how gen z was never born in a safe america because we were born post 9 11 the biden bros yeah dude mm-hmm. and like because we were born post 9 11 we've never been able to experience a safe america we've lived life in fear it's given us anxiety like bro what the fuck are you talking about people back in the, like previous generations were living life in fear of like being drafted into the fucking war like that's some real shit having to go and die for your country and you're not volunteering to do it the government's forcing you to get the mm. fuck out of here talking about we're living in fear yeah what yeah just what? a little bit of looking back in history and you'd realize that yeah things are decent yeah they're pretty, pretty decent great. and we can be happy about that yeah. let's try to keep it at least decent not take it down from there sure make it better and better to where it's good great and amazing but don't take it lower why the fuck are you taking it lower if you're so concerned about fear, why are you spreading fear? Yeah. Because when it comes to that, like, oh, we're like literally no, none of us ever thought, oh, my God, 9-11 happened when we were born. Is the whole world's going to blow up and we're all going to die. Yeah, like, no, what? we were just like, OK, sure. Shitty thing happened. You know, it happened once a year when, when the Remembrance Day happened and we talked about it in school. But yeah, it, every no year, way. like literally through school, like every year of school all the way till graduation. Maybe maybe we're just talking from the perspective of people that have decently strong minds. People who are like, okay, yeah, something bad happened, but look at the life around me. Rational yeah. minds. Look at the life around Why me. Do I have think, some shit. We're sitting by a pool. Like we are literally in the most these people, safe America that it's ever been. These people been. whining about this 
could either be doing this and using this for a political narrative to emotionally attract people to their party so they can get the person in office that they want to get in, or they're just simply weak as shit, or they're simply just whiny little bitches and they cannot see the value of the things that they have, the uh, value of the safety of this country. Yeah, definitely the B, definitely option B, mm-hmm. the second one there. That's 100% what it is. Mm-hmm. Like those kids, dude, the one fucking kid was like, yeah, and I also can agree, like the Democratic Party, like they're not good at their job and they fuck up yeah. all the time but i will always vote democrat yeah. i'm like what? he said that pretty much word for word <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and i'm like how the fuck would you where do you like that is just shows how like little your mind is like to the point where you're just so stubborn and set into like the whole tribalism aspect of it that you're just like i don't care how bad my team does i will always stand for them mm-hmm. like what are you talking about like you're administration was responsible of bombing like the most innocent groups of children in the middle of east for fucking eight years like stop it like stop fucking playing this is ridiculous mm-hmm. it's like take accountability for your your team then if you're really mm-hmm. gonna ride and die for them like that but no you just shove everything under the rug and both sides are victim of it it's like all the bad shit you just want to shove under the rug. like look at watergate bro <laughs> like it's the same thing what yeah. side was that you know, that was the right side. Everyone, the whole administration, everyone wants to keep the money in their pockets. And in order to do so, you got to keep shit on the low. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. And those kids are so fucking privileged and they're just not grateful at all. Mm-hmm. And they just scream at their phones. Like they probably have it's a nice, ridiculous. they probably have like a nice skincare routine. You know, their skin looks good. They have decently chopped hair. Dude, they probably live good in haircuts, like gelled up, the nicest cleaned. suburb. They probably went to like a good school and a great a great district. Well, there's no way of knowing for sure. I'm just saying, from those kids, from looking at those kids. Had it easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, they're it's 19 and 20. I doubt they paid for their own phones. Their iPhones that they're screaming at on TikTok every day. You know? I'm mm-hmm. sure they had life pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Free education. I doubt they paid for their own education. Mm-hmm. Weird. There was... Um it was actually the first Jurassic Park book I read this from. First off, let me say, Jurassic Park books, fantastic. Not as good as the movies. <laughs> They're better than the movies. <laughs> They're great. But um, Ian Malcolm in the first book talks about... Um, Malcolm in He's the basically middle. talking about how science has become a inherited... Uh, what is... What, how did he Religion? Mm-mm. A like a wealth inherited sort of field. So it's no longer gone from people working incredibly hard, coming up with a uh, a hypothesis, trying to prove it through tons of trial and error, Mm -hmm. and then compounding on that to finally discover what a cell is. And then taking it to other scientists. But the way that he described it today was with science being an, an inherited wealth is you literally, as a scientist, you your entire career is built on the shoulders of those that came came before you. Those that worked incredibly hard to learn all of the things that they've learned. You just take all that information, and now with the crazy technology that we're able to have, you're, t- you're able to tamper with it and play with it however the fuck you'd like. And so, in that process, you build up no discipline. For instance, if you want to become really good at um, at Taekwondo or Jiu-Jitsu, you have to practice for years and years and years and get incredibly good to the point where you can hold yourself well in a match. And the process of struggling to get to that point struggling incredibly hard to get to the point where you're able to beat somebody effectively in a jujitsu match as a black belt or something like that you learn discipline 
So you, as somebody maybe just starting out practicing jujitsu, might go out and start a random fight in a bar with somebody just because they want to beat the shit out of somebody because they feel really powerful with all their new skills. But the person who's worked for it a long period of time and has mastered it will understand the nature of his craft and have discipline to control it and only use it when it's necessary. And I think, um, um, fuck, what did, what did you say before then? I was going there, going to a point with that. Do you remember? Oh, Son of a bitch. Let me, all right, I'll just try to connect it somewhere. So what I was trying to explain was this metaphor. So Ian Malcolm in the book says science is inherited and inherited wealth. We've gotten to the point now where we, with the incredible technology that we have, scientists can just use that and do whatever the hell they want to do with without learning discipline through the process of learning science the hard way, right. the way the predece their predecessors had to do it. And today, I think where I was trying to go with this roughly was... Um, with these kids, we have humanity up to about 1945 struggled and struggled and struggled to create a efficient economy and, 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 and nation that gave its citizens good, decent lives. They struggled hard for that. And now we've had that. We got too and so we've had, yeah, we've had a young, ton of young people grow up in this, in this place without learning the behavioral traits of our ancestors that got them here without having, without understanding the discipline that they gave, that they earned over the years working towards creating a good nation. And so now they're just sitting here looking at mm -hmm. everything and taking it for granted, taking it as this is normal. It's like, I remember distinctly thinking when I was like really young, like nine or whatever, driving around in the car, going to church or something like that, driving in the back, just looking outside and watching the buildings pass and the cars pass. I thought to myself, like remembering history books, history books. Yeah, like the guys school. hanging off the skyscrapers, bro. Like those yeah. young ass. And I remember, <laughs> and I remember distinctly thinking how, oh, we've built everything, and we finally got to like a this comfortable is, this is, position. No, not that. The end position. Mm. Humanity's not going to grow. I it couldn't even I couldn't even conceive of the concept of humanity growing into something different. I assumed this was the end all be all, and it would never change. And this was just what humanity was was what we have today. But now you get older and you start to see things deteriorate as people start to, with their grateful minds that took everything we've had for granted, um, and they start tearing it all down because they see tiny, tiny issues with it. And instead of pointing out the tiny issues, they say the whole system's fucked. Mm -hmm. Then they start to tear it down and then you start to see it go away and you understand, right. oh, this thing isn't the end all be all. This is something that humanity has created over years and years and years. The men and women that have built this place that have put their effort and energy into building it that gave us this and so if we don't learn that discipline if we don't take wisdom from them to maintain it then it sure as hell will go away and we will devolve into chaos again yeah yeah 100 percent. Yeah. and one thing you said in the beginning there where you said um like science has taken more of like a inherited wealth yeah aspect mm -hmm. to it that made me think about that one guy who went back and like basically the one he, Joe Rogan had him on. I think he has a documentary coming out now, or if it's not already out. And it, he said um, he's basically disproving all these old textbooks that we went off of for years and years and years. So scientists want to shut them up, mm -hmm. but he went back. Oh, you're talking like, about like with the watermarks and everything. Yeah, I know saying what you're like about. humanity's actually been alive for much longer than you think we've been around, mm -hmm. and like just digging deep into like real just going back on things that were already that we already thought were proven fact going back on it and being like actually if we take a closer look then this is wrong but scientists like they're shutting him up because they're profiting i mean their textbooks are being sold across the country to all these high schools but the thing is is that now that they're being proven wrong they're gonna have to go back and re-edit that
There's also big uh, issue there. There's also a really fragile ego aspect of it. Instead of oh, an e- especially in the scientific a, community. Yeah, instead of an ego that's I, I am me, and I desire to chase truth and to chase reason and to chase Which rationality. Which that's what science, science should be. That's mm-hmm. what it's supposed to instead be. If you look up the that, definition of science, you will find that in there. Yeah, and instead of that, it's now gotten to the point where you have um, where it's. I got it's, more medals than you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was the one that realized mm-hmm. that humans in the year 1200 BC yeah. traversed across the Saharan Desert in the specific route, and this was the cause for our great civilization today. I've just made that up. Yeah, but or, or like, and I got say, the Nobel Peace Prize, and yeah, this is, yeah. They're able to say they, they figured out this grand, incredible thing to human, humanity and human civilization. And so... That is yeah, a big so standing in the community. Yeah. And so, so if that gets stripped away from them, then they lose this great discovery that they've had. And so what are you going to do if some scientist comes to this preserve that is important to main- maintaining the narrative of your discovery? And he says, hmm, I think you might be wrong. Do you mind if I go in and, and investigate this? You're going to say, no, no, you're not welcome here. Yeah. You're not welcome here, which is exactly what happened. I forget the, I forget the place that I, I wish I could remember the guy. It's not Randall Car- Carlson. It's the dude that works with Randall. Yeah, they're together. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, yeah, they yeah, do yeah. a lot of research together. Yeah. But yeah, he went to a specific. Um, uh, it was in Egypt, wasn't it? I don't think this one was in Egypt. I think it was in North America, actually. Really? I think I could be wrong, but he went to some specific place to, it like aligned perfectly with the sun. There was something incredibly neat and important about this um structure um that was in the the ground and he came and he wanted to investigate it for the documentary that he was making and they turned him away because they were like oh you're that conspiracy theorist guy we can't allow your dangerous disinformation to to spread And, and, and they turned him away and he couldn't research it on his own right which it's like okay sure misinformation sucks if people get misinformed but at the same time when you're dealing with science it's the con- that's and what peer review tra- is. He has all of his transcripts. It's not like he's like just some outsider coming in trying to like demolish the whole mm-hmm. aspect of what this is. He's just actually trying to research it further in his own ability. Mm-hmm. You know what I but mean? But even even then, if it is a dumbass coming in and he's saying, "Listen, man, this is this was created by the fifth dimensional aliens," mm-hmm. and this 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 huge conspiracy about it, making it up, trying to destroy all the science that people have put into to understanding what this sanctuary thing meant. Um, then he comes up and he says this. He'll be destroyed by evidence. Yeah, they could just say, all right, buddy, come on in. Go ahead, dude. Fucking yeah. talk about it. Let's see how dumb you look. Right. You know, but when you turn somebody away when he's trying to do actual, actual scientific review on your theory, then that's suspicious. Because if you are so confident in the truth of what you've said and the truth of your theory, then you should be able to let him come in and then disprove him when he when he writes right. his own thesis. Be like, actually, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is what we discovered. And this is why we are right instead of you. But instead, they turned him away. That makes you think, why the fuck can't he come in and question your theory? Mm-hmm. He should be able to yep. and then prove him the fuck wrong if he's wrong. Shatter his tiny little ego that drove him to think something so dumb yeah. and irrational. Let him fucking shatter and fall on his own two feet after he worked so hard to try to prove this thing that was inherently wrong. Let that happen. But mm-hmm. you're not. You're not. So maybe you guys are wrong. Maybe. Egypt fucking creeps me out. Yeah. Do you it mind does. if we take a pee break and then you can start on that? I really have to piss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Back. Okay. So okay, Egypt so, creeps you out. Yeah, bro. Because did you ever see like all the shit on the pyramids? How like if you blow it up to scale like this many times, it makes up like the circumference of Earth, like half of it. You know what I'm talking about? I've I've seen that only in an Instagram and post. And then how it points to so, 
No, I'm talking about the YouTube video. I sent it to you like a while back. I don't know if I've seen it then. Oh, pff, fake friend. Anyway, <laughs> they uh, there was they were talking about how it points like all the points of it point like north, south, east, and west, which is like interesting. Like, how would they know that back then? Like, the thing about Egypt that's crazy is like people are saying like, what if they were like as advanced as us, but in other forms of technology? You know what I mean? Like, not don't hold it like the value to the iPhone and the satellite. Mm -hmm. Hold it to like they were harnessing energy from the earth using these structures and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's really interesting to me because it makes you think like, like they could have moved heavy rocks with like built in water streams. They could have done these things in such crazy, incredible ways. But we there's no way we're going to be able to know. I mean, unless we invent a time machine to really know for sure. But it's so crazy because it makes you think, like, what if these motherfuckers had, like, space guns with lasers and, like... And they were from a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Like, yeah. they could have been from Mars. And then they came down and they're like, mm, this is lit. And, like, they're they're in religion. Like, that must have been interesting because they had to have had a religion with all that weird-ass artifacts that they have. Yeah, they took a lot of uh, blue water lilies, too, which are a psychoactive lily. So they tripped a lot on those. Um, so yeah, who knows, tripping, being a big part of your culture, yeah. then mix in the wild things that they built, the pyramids, you know, yeah, I mean, it is weird, it yeah. is really weird. And like, the fact that it points north, south, east, and west, how the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's so neat, like, they had to have studied the stars, you know? Yeah. It's so wild. Yeah, that, uh... To think about, and I'm joking when I'm saying, like, like, I don't think people decipher, like, my sense of humor, but like, when I'm going extreme with it, but the point is, is... Like, actually, the thing that really is weird about Egypt is how precise they were about everything. Right. And how everything is, like, equal. Like, at, from every brick on the pyramid to, like, the the perfect, like, what am I, uh, like, the perfect mirror on, like, their sculptures. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, the symmetrical. Oh, the symmetry. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Perfect the symmetry, symmetry. Yeah, on, on the faces made. and everything like that. It was unreal. And, like, even if you look at ancient Greece, dude, they're... The fact you did that with a chisel fucking destroys me. Because not... There's no artist, modern artist today, that can use the tools from back then to create that. Like, what were these motherfuckers on? Like, dude, if you look at those old, old statues, like St. Michael statues and shit like that, it is unreal fucking real mm -hmm. to think about like i wish i was in like mr peabody and sherman where i could just <laughs> zip back and check it out like watch them do it you know right yeah watch it from It'd a like so third person perspective cool. yeah yeah i mean That'd you have a weird as shit huh? and they're weird as shit all of that oh my god it's, i know it's so crazy I, I wonder i wonder it reminds me though when you're talking about that and everyone has different ideas of it like people like a lot of fucking people like ancient aliens they're like this was aliens who did this and they came here and helped yeah, it's a convenient and explanation. It's like, yeah, literally, it's like the easy, it's like the laziest way of going about, yeah. like to go about it. Yeah. But it's just so crazy how everyone has different ideas on it, and no one knows for sure on how they, like, no one knows how they made the structure. Mm -hmm. Still, no one has any it's idea. It's like it's like uh, somebody finally decides to dig underneath the pyramid, and they just find like, uh, what what was that movie? A nuclear uh, reactor. Mm mm. The the one with Tom Cruise, something world, War of the Worlds. You find like oh. the War of the Worlds robot underneath the pyramid. That would like, be so oh, crazy. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! And then the lightning strikes, and you're like, um, I think um, we should get guys, out of let's here. Let's run. <laughs> I don't know if we're in a simulation or you're not, just, but you just release a bunch of birds around. This is very suspicious. It. Yeah. 
Um, oh. But when you were talking about that, that made me think of something I, I learned recently, which was... Uh, Karate. Um, no, unfortunately. Damn. It was that apparently um, in like ancient Islam, um, I don't remember like... I think it was like the Muslims um, thousands of years ago when Genghis Khan ruled the world. Their society... Oh, so crazy. Dude, their society was incredibly advanced. I don't remember a lot of the specifics. I only watched like a 20-minute history video on it. Oh, but they I had, know what you're talking about. Yeah, they had like, they studied the stars. They yeah. studied science. They studied physics. They, they like, it was a little, it was a, um, phil- philosoph, phil- it was a philosophical and scientific focused um, nation. They just focused on in- intellectual thought, in- intellectual things, discoveries, science, uh, philosophy, all these different aspects of, of what it means to be intellectual, I guess. And that's how their whole society, that's what they focused on. They were incredibly advanced. But with that, an advanced society comes a pretty shitty military. And then when you have the biggest military of the time, which was Kangas Khan, roll up on you, you can't defend yourself. So obviously he goes on his world-conquering rampage. He shows up to their uh, nation. Destroys everything. Destroys everything. Burns their books, destroys the entire culture, genocides pretty much all of them, and all of that's gone. And it's like, dude, imagine if that didn't happen. Imagine if Kangas Khan didn't destroy them. How different would the world look today? Would we be using some sort of different strain of technology that we haven't discovered yet, potentially? You know, There was a video I saw, too, and it was about ancient structures and how they're built like... Um, reactors, how it's like stacked like a cake pretty much, and they're all set at exact like 12 foot measurements from each other. And there was these copper wires that ran up the edges of the four corners on each side. And they think that like they were basically like harnessing energy by using mercury and putting it in these bowls connected to the copper wire that would like harness energy and be able to like turn on a light bulb with it like modern day really yeah and i was like holy shit like what if they were using that for like i mean i don't know what it would be used for necessarily but it's a really interesting idea mm-hmm. because if you look at these ancient structures they're literally like bing 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 like built up perfectly and a lot of things you cannot a lot of things don't fossilize or last over time you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's really crazy i mean look at those fucking that one um that one mountain, I can't, I think it's in, I think it's in Thailand, and it literally looks like a, um, I'm, this is my ADHD brain going off topic, <laughs> but it literally looks like a snake, like a giant, and it's like wrapped around, like in resting position, and then it has the head, but you can literally see like scales, like the rock looks like scales, and it's huge, like this big ass cliff. And it's hanging over the cliff and you can like walk under it. And this thing, I'm, I mean by massive, like the circumference of it is massive, massive. Like I would probably say like six feet. Well, I'd probably say like eight feet all the way around. So, and then at the tip, it really looks like a snakehead. And people were like, what if this was like a fossilized, like, complete fossilized snake? Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting. I was watching the video on it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that would be so crazy to think about." Because shit, like literally, I mean, trees fossilize. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that would be so wild, bro. Like, yeah. so this is what I this is what I think we should do. I think we should go to Thailand and find the snake, and then pickaxe it and see if we can find any real evidence. And then if we do, 
we're pi- billionaires. Pi- pickaxe it and see if it turns around and tries to bite us, and there we'll then we'll know if it's alive. Yeah, so. like what if it's like a uh, like a Lord of the Rings thing where it's just resting until like the day of disturbance. <laughs> then it awakens and yeah, brings just death and destruction <laughs> on the world. Cracks out of the rock and just like snaps at you. It's beginning to one of those like like the mummy type apocalypse movie. But the cool thing was is that the video I was watching was like an actual person like who was saying like they want to go and like inspect this. They're like they're like an archaeologist or some shit like that. Yeah. And they really wanted to go and like look at this because they're like this just seems a little too coincidental and they're like it could be they're like it could have been carved out like it could have been like an ancient ancient civilization carved this out to make it look like a snake right but she was like this seems very very interesting to me and she said that she wanted to travel yeah to see. worth looking out see what happens right like what if what if it really was a fossilized snake yeah that'd be wild yeah and this thing's giant it's like what the fuck yeah i mean because if you think about the the short-faced bear bro we didn't even know it was motherfuckers existed Dude. and then you see the size of those oh my god like what the fuck the size of animals back then oh also just imagine just real quick imagine woolly, Man- woolly, woolly mm. mammoth coming back 2023 yeah. or 24 and by like i think 2035 or something like that they want to have like a hundred thousand of them yeah they want them to have have them uh roaming the siberian plains Isn't that so fucking cool yeah it's and then we can trophy hunt them again yeah, it'd be an incredible business. <laughs> literally. <Make a> bank. <laughs> no, literally. Yeah, people tired of having bears in their living Dentists room, Dentists and to surgeons have, like, would travel from their fucking yeah. Miami homes and pay like a quarter million dollars on yeah. those fucking they'd be, things. They'd be like building new basement segments just to put up their taxes. Oh, my God. Mammoth. Imagine that. I mean, but that would be sick. That'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah. but like why bring them back just to, I hope we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it they don't give a fuck man this they is will. the whole this is the whole uh science is an inherited wealth point of jurassic park it's people people build on the progress of their predecessors without having the discipline that they have and they should. just want to keep making the next big thing i wish we could bring back like imagine being the scientist dinosaurs. that brings back the first extinct animal imagine that well actually i think they might have brought i like, think it's like a bunch of them doing it though it's, it's a huge fucking group of people so being a part of that yeah like that's so appetizing that's like being people. the that's like being a person who works on the mars rover mm-hmm. that's like yeah i worked on the rover but the, the the weird the the taking into like consideration the lessons from jurassic park which it's it's not as simple as you put dinosaurs in a park they're gonna break out and they're gonna kill you. <laughs> it's not as simple as that it's Shit, more on like, like it's more on like the level of <laughs> of how how when you have a super complex system changing one adding one new variable or yeah. changing an already existing variable in that system could potentially cause a chain reaction of destruction and cause the system to collapse. And so that's kind of the roughly the point of it. And so um, taking into consideration that when thinking of the woolly mammoths, it's like, yeah, sure, they could be out there just roaming the Siberian plains doing their own thing. But what if there's one thing you haven't accounted for, such as like like the methane content of their shit or something or like crazy. there's something yeah yeah, yeah just like a virus that like or only vi- they carry yeah. you know what i mean and that ends up passing over to humans and it's the most deadly virus of of all time yeah it's like the black plague yeah there's like no way of knowing and antibiotics so are just getting weaker and weaker because they're growing with what are antibiotics oh yeah so yeah, it's like bacteria are getting resistant to them yeah, yeah well, Mm-hmm. scary sucks <laughs> <laughs> blows for yeah. the kids yeah. the kids of the world 20 uh 40 years from now yeah dude that does suck actually. when they end up getting a little toe infection it's just <laughs> oh sorry timmy the crazy thing is is that i remember learning about that in science when they were like certain people would literally put like the virus in like agar and then literally go in soil and throw that bitch in there and something in the soil like fought it and killed it and then they're like okay now we have to figure out what's in the soil <laughs> that did that extract it turn yeah. it to a pill 
and then there you go. Like, yeah. it's so cool to think about. I mean, yeah, that's what they, like, do in, in the jungle especially. Now scientists, they just use fucking ChatGBT, bro. <laughs> Dude, no, literally, how many stupid people are going to get through school that shouldn't be qualified yeah. in school because of chat yeah. It's scary, isn't it? It is, because, like, we're going to have, like, <laughs> like engin- we're gonna have engineers who are, like, building these, constructing these buildings that just fall from, like, a small earthquake. And it's mm. like, shit. Yeah, shouldn't have looked at chat GBT for all of my math. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. So, South Park actually, uh, ChatGPT wrote an episode for South Park. Really? And they used it. Yeah. They used it. They made. Yeah. A, they made an episode on it. Yeah. Wow. ChatGPT wrote the script. It was great. Oh, it was God, hilarious. I it was like that. it was. I hate it. No, but South Park. They're so funny, and it was like, uh, written by Blank and uh, co-written by ChatGPT. <laughs> it's so cool. But like, I hate it though. I do not want AI and art. Just leave that yeah, to people, facts. dude. But also, if it is an artificial intelligence, they can create their own art. I mean, yeah, they can. Like, they just but did. But the thing is, is that they but use other art to make their art from other inspirations. But humans mm-hmm. do the same thing. But we also are able to make new things without even seeing anything that I mean, eventually, AI will be able to do it. that, too, probably. Yeah, and then they'll just be like humans. And we'll just who have knows, them in our house. Actually, who so knows? It'll be like next gen. We'll just I have them know. in our house. Or Detroit become human. Yeah, fucking about great that? game. Yeah, like oh my god, dude! I played that for the first time at, at Jack's house. So we did good. a playthrough. Stayed up to like five a.m. one night playing it. Well, maybe not that late, but then came back the next day and finished it. My playthrough. That game. Oh my god, is it good? It really makes. It really pulls on your emotion, like moral strings. No, literally. Like how real? What, what oh end god. did you end up with? I had a pretty decent one, from what I remember. Did you shoot him? Fuck, I don't, well, there's, like, multiple ending pathways you can get to. I can't remember which one I got to. I remember being, like, pretty decently all right with it, though. But it, it's just When he shoots so Connor difficult. instead of the other Connor? I don't think I got to that one. I really? think I got that to a different one. That one was fucking sad. I think I've seen that one on YouTube, Dude, though. it was so sad. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> it's me. It's me. Yeah. It's literally me and Connor. Come on. I'm the good, like, I'm the good one. <laughs> And I put three rounds in the cape mechanic. <laughs> Alright, I think that's a good note to fucking end on. You? Yeah. You feel? Yeah. I don't, I need to take a nap, dude. Being outside, like in the it, it just you, yeah, for real. But it feels like I want to take a nap right here. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I can fall asleep on this fucking podcast. There's just like a yeah. fucking one hour gap and then we're like <laughs> it's like shit, are we still is it recording? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're like, me, 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 me. Yeah. What cartoon did that? Was every, it SpongeBob? Every, I feel like every cartoon back it was really? just in that age period. Did you know yeah. there was a uh, a period of Looney Tunes where it was like two seasons where at the end of every episode a character killed themselves, but it ended like right as they pressed the trigger. No. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fucking creepy. Very dark back then. Dude, looking back, Disney's trying to hide some shit. Cause you remember watching those Donald Duck videos that were like anti-war, um, back in the day, like. We watched them in American history. And yeah, it was like, like racist propaganda from well, World it was War like, II. It was like Donald Duck like on an assembly line with like a full German outfit. Mm-hmm. And he's like he's like stamping shit and then pictures of Hitler start going online. He's like, Hell Hitler, hell Hitler like says it like <laughs> fucking every time we're like, Oh my god. <laughs> fucking Looney Tunes needs to chill, dude. <laughs> like they were bad. They did a lot of bad shit. <laughs> in Disney, man. Like oof. Imagine, imagine being a uh, Donald Duck's voice actor. 
too. <laughs> there. Yeah, but they thought it was funny because it was like a it was like a comedy thing. Yeah. It was fucking weird. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Their racist propaganda was so crazy too. Oh back my in god! Too horrible, horrible on the Japanese. Dude, yes. but I mean that's what happens in war. You dehumanize the the other side. Like the Ukrainians call the Russians orcs. Mm-hmm. That's what they call them. They say like an orcs on that trench, and then boom, grenade goes over. Boom, his legs get blown off. Boom, you just killed a guy. That's crazy. But he's just an orc. It's okay. Yeah. It's just an orc. What you mean? I did see a video though of a Russian soldier who got captured in the like. The people were like, "Do you want to call your mom?" And he like called his mom, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm safe, I'm safe," because like on the news, she like saw all the shit that was going right. down. And he's like, "I'm safe, I'm here." He's like, "I'm in Ukraine," but the pff, Russians are gonna fucking kill him now, probably. Yeah, he just can never go back. Yeah, he has to stay in Ukraine. Yeah, fight for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah as soon as he passes the border, he just turns around and starts shooting his fucking. Oh shit. Well. All right, this was good. This, this was, was fun. fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was fun chilling, hanging out. Mm-hmm. Chilling under the sun. Facts. All this green, bro, summertime. Yeah, dude, mm. you got to look at this tree over here from where I'm sitting. If you just block out the houses, it's like you're literally watching like a nature documentary in the jungle. Because that tree goes so high and separates. Like uh, That tree has to be like 200 years old. Are you talking about that one or this one? No, the one far back. Far back. It's like in the opposite. Oh, the, the tallest one back dude, there? It's like yeah. huge. Like I can literally, that if is, I dude. if I Who's fucking eyes, back I can see monkeys that in, like man. that, dude. We should just fucking end this and go climb those. Yeah. All right. All right well, it's been good, later. guys. Deuces.